Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of 20 fucking something where we talk about our experiences in our 20s. Well, my experiences in my 20s. Um, yeah, so I'm back at it again with another hot and spicy topic about things, our experiences in our 20s. I'm really excited for this one. Definitely put a lot of a lot of emotion into it. And I'm in a weird mood today, so let's see how this goes. said I have put a lot of emotion into this podcast this is something that I've had my fair share of experiences on um I tried to try to record an episode last week about dating but some circumstances arise and I felt I was like a little too close to the topic to be talking about it at the moment so and also I try to record it like three times and each time it would not save or only save the last three minutes. Um, so that was annoying. I just figured it was a sign from like my spirit guides or whatever that I definitely don't need to be talking about that at the moment. But um, the po- the episode was on dating and I thought, you know, since it's like Valentine's Day week or whatever, um, I should release it. And then I realized I really don't want to talk about that. But I also realized that my episode was kind of based more around breaking up than dating per se. So this episode is going to be Michaela's guide of getting through a breakup. And I know people are probably like, people who know me personally are probably like, bitch, you are still going through some shit. And true, true. But here are some things that's definitely like helped me. Um, improve my mental health and help me improve myself during a breakup journey um because everyone in their 20s goes through breakups everyone in their lives go through breakup um breakups it's something that hurts no matter the length of a relationship it takes 30 days to create a routine um so unfortunately even if your relationship lasted a month long um you are kind of already built into a routine of having a partner, especially if you are constantly with them, staying at their house and everything. Um, That's one thing I'm gonna talk about in today's episode. But yeah, I just thought it was important. And it's still Valentine's Day week, so, you know, kind of related to like love and whatever. Um, But I thought it was an important thing to talk about because a lot of people actually don't really talk about you know, the sadness in a breakup. A lot of people try to force happiness upon those who are going through a heartbreak. And it sucks. Um, I'm going to talk about my experiences today. And some of you may relate, some of you may not relate, some of you may not like this episode. So I apologize in advance if you don't like hearing about sadness. But I feel like this is definitely a topic that needs to be talked about and not swept under the rug because I feel like breakups are very controversial as to what you will say and that is why I wanted to talk about it. So I thought it was also important for me to include the fact that I still use this as like my personal journal. I now have like 42 people listening so thank you guys for listening and wanting to hear about my experiences. Um, But this relates to my own experiences I have talked to people, so I'll try to relate a little bit to theirs, but this is just what I've, like, lived through and what I found that helped me. So I'm going to go ahead and jump right into it. 
the number one thing that definitely brings and sparks a lot of emotion during a breakup, whether it's friendship or relationship, romantic partners or platonic partners, is the feeling of being disposable. So I want to put this out there that you should definitely humble yourself during a breakup. Not everything is about you. Not everything your former partner post is about you. It's not seeking out attention from you. They're not doing things in spite you. And you, and that's that's very like controversial, I guess, because there are partners out here who will who will do things out of spite and who are shitty people. Um, however, you should recognize that. Everyone during a breakup, whether they're sad or not, they go through definitely some emotions. And during that time, you're in a daze, you're fogged, you're clouded, you don't really understand what's going on. So you are not necessarily yourself. And that's one thing I've definitely had to humble myself about is my former partner's actions after a breakup. That's the reason why when everyone says go no contact, they mean go no contact because There's a 30-day no contact rule, and after 30 days, like if you feel better, you can reach out again, but you're only creating a cycle over and over again, and that, everyone says that they want to be friends with their partner after a breakup, but I logistically don't think that's possible at all, how you can rewind from being with someone romantically than just to being friends, unless time has passed, um... I mean, there has been former partners of mine who I have friendships with, but there has also been former partners of mine who I still have my block list even though we didn't end on bad terms. It's just you feel a certain way when you see people that you shared a part of your life with move on from you. And it's normal. <laughs> Please don't sweep that under the rug. Please listen to how you're feeling and accept how you're feeling because the sooner you accept your hurts even if you don't think it's justified, the sooner you can move on. Um, Which kind of brings me to my next point, crying. Um, So I grew up like in a Hispanic household and if any of my listeners are Hispanic, you know that whole stigma behind like um, them not being emotional and everything. And that's very true. I've done a lot of, me and my sisters have done a lot of work with my father trying to explain to him about like how we feel on the inside and how sometimes crying does help and just things like that. So um, he has definitely come around to also having three girls. He has three girls and we've definitely gone all three had our fair share of heartbreaks. So he has, he has definitely softened over the years, but my philosophy has always been cry. Just fucking cry, dude. Just cry it out. Cry for weeks, for months, but just make sure the last time you cry, that's the last time you cry. And that's not saying like, oh, your feelings aren't valid like a month after the breakup. Like, yeah, you're still allowed to feel sadness and you're still allowed to feel hurt because like there's some like you're mourning the loss of somebody who is still alive. And there's there are some breakups that I went through years ago that I still it still sometimes hurts a little bit because like you you kind of built a partnership with this person and they're no longer in your life. Or you remember sad memories. Or you go to a place where you guys used to eat and you remember a memory. It's like, it's fine. It's okay to be sad. Like, please know that your feelings are valid no matter how much time has passed. But 
don't let it take over your life. Um, this is why you should surround yourself with people who care about you and will validate your feelings. Um, I've had friends who are like Michaela, get over it. But I've also had friends who are like, I understand, I respect that you're sad. You know what you're going through. You've experienced it and I cannot tell you how to feel. And that's kind of the friend who I am because in a partnership, there's only two, there should only be two people involved. Um, throwing a little shade there, but there should only be two people involved and only those two people know what went on inside of the relationship. So your feelings are valid. People won't understand and unfortunately that's very sad, but that's also a reason why that it's very popular to find a therapist after a breakup. Um, that's another thing that's very stigmatized, mental health and everything, and there has been some times where I have gone through breakups with friends and partners where I felt like the world was ending and I needed to go to therapy and it made me feel terrible because I'm like, why am I uprooting my whole routine and finding a mental health specialist for a breakup? It That didn't sound valid. Um, I suffer with like depression and everything, but to think that a breakup would cause depression kind of felt weird to me. I, I, I don't know. I hate that it had that much control over my life, but I failed to realize that it's okay. Like, your friends are not your therapist, regardless. Friends should listen to you, yeah, but everyone has their own problems, so you should be very cautious what you throw onto them. But getting a therapist during that point in the breakup, which is popular, is helpful. Um, You're allowed to talk through your feelings with a third-party person who didn't even necessarily know you in your relationship. You're allowed to tell them how you feel. You're allowed to tell them how you're working through it. You're Essentially, it's just nice to have someone to talk to that doesn't really have a perspective on it. They're just there to like let you talk through things. So that's one thing that I've realized that helped me a lot. Like I don't... Like my first real breakup, I seeked out, sought out, um, therapy, and I felt a little bit funny at first, because I'm like, wow, this is, like, the first time I'm, like, seeking therapy, and it's because of a breakup, but I was able to, like, talk to her about, like, how my feelings felt invalidated, or how, like, I'm hurting, and I have no one to talk to about it, and it was very helpful for me, so, um, yeah, and I... And then kind of after that, I ended up like not going back to the therapist. I have a new therapist now who's great. And I continue talking to her about like, you know, past relationships and how they shape me as a person and how they make me view myself. Um, But yeah, so also, also like another thing is you, how you perceive yourself after a breakup. Like I mentioned, like you feel disposable because some people like, need there's a lot of psychology behind like getting into relationships and everything but some people like need to constantly be in a relationship with somebody else they need to feel that void and that has nothing to do with you um that doesn't mean you are lacking in something as a partner that just means that 
they're lacking something within themselves. I'm also really not trying to throw shade because I am not like by any means a psychiatrist or psychologist or whatever, but people who do um, get into relationships tend to have something missing in their life um, where they need to feel validated constantly. And that scares me. Individuals who are able to jump from relationship to, to relationship scare me. Um, I joke around with my friends all the time. My bounce back period is like two years. And during those two years, I can't even look at another person in a romantic way. And that's because like, so I'm single. I am very single at the moment. And I am like not looking to date anyone. But I like recognize that I have a lot of healing to do. Um, I can't dedicate all like 24 hours in a day to bettering myself, but I am slowly on the path to healing myself. And I recognize that I can't bring a partner into that, especially if like I still have some unhealed traumas from like relationships in the past. And that's not something I want to put on a future partner. So that's the reason why I definitely take my time making sure that I'm okay before I get into a relationship with somebody else. But some people aren't like that. And some people are able to differentiate like their feelings in their head um and it doesn't blow up on them in the new relationship which is cool like good for you but that just also brings me back to another point where it's like it really has nothing to do with you it doesn't invalidate your relationship it doesn't invalidate your feelings like you may feel like you're played because i have been in relationships with a partner that have been long term and then all of a sudden they replace me the next day and that it hurts it hurts because you believe that you are lacking something and they so easily replace you. One, in a sense, you are replaceable. Um, but know that you, they can't like get another Michaela. Like they can't find someone who's exactly like me. They can find a new person who's different than me, who can take my role of being a partner, but they can't find me. So everyone's experiences and relationships are different. So, yeah, just don't let it affect how you perceive yourself, um, which brings me to my next point, which is, like, probably the most emotional point out of all this is the backlash and the slander that you get from post-relationships. Um, so there has been partners that I have been friends with um, beforehand, and then I built a partnership with them, and we had mutual friends. And then after the relationship ends, um, I get backlash and slander on my name. One thing I will never do um, is say something that's not true about somebody to benefit myself. You always hear the saying, my ex is crazy. Is your ex really crazy or did you invalidate their feelings and gaslight them and and let them believe that they were crazy so they started reacting crazy and then you were able to flip the switch on them um we live in a day and age where people are gaslighting and don't even know the definition to gaslight it's frustrating and it's annoying um to have your feelings feel invalidated and hear all these awful false statements about yourself and hear slander of your name it's very it's very difficult to try to navigate life after a breakup but it's even more difficult 
if you start to hear rumors about yourself. Um, like I said, there should only be two people in a relationship. And I know it's easier said than done, but only those two people know what goes on in that relationship. So these third-party people who know nothing about you, who don't even know you, because sometimes there are people that don't even know you, are talking bad about you, take it with a grain of salt. Um, It's gonna fucking hurt, though. Like, it's gonna hurt. But at the end of the day, you know the truth, you know what you went through, and that's also another reason why I preach the no-contact rule. Um... Sometimes you have to break up with friends after breaking up with a partner and that hurts but at the same time it kind of feels liberating to be able to like start a whole new life with a new friend group and everything. No one who knows about your past, no one who knows that you were even involved with somebody like that because staying in a friend group where your ex-partner is in um, is very frustrating and is annoying and you will hear stuff about yourself that you are not ready to hear especially if you're still in the healing process. Oh. Man, okay, and that, this is just a lot on me because it's something that I feel very deeply because I, everyone dates different type of people and I have had a spectrum of people I've dated. I've dated people who were really nice, sweet, we had a mutual breakup, like it worked out fine, we're not in each other's life anymore, but it's okay. I've had people that I've dated who were nice and sweet and like I still continue to be friends with them and I still talk to them on a daily basis. I've had people who I've dated who were literally the spawn of Satan and made my life hell after a breakup and made me even regret like getting involved in the first place. I had this conversation with somebody recently about being in a relationship with somebody who allowed you to be so involved in their life only to throw you away like they mean that like you mean nothing to them and having this conversation with this person and talking to them about it was very eye-opening because it made me realize that a lot of us have the same experiences and maybe even our ex-partner who made us feel this way had an experience like this in the past and they're subconsciously doing it Um, so that they don't get thrown away too. Like I said, there's a lot of psychology behind how people act and I've talked to my therapist about this and she told me that I should probably stop trying to get inside of people's mind and figure out why they act the way they act, but it's emotionally draining like trying to figure out why people treat you the way that they do. Um, I don't know. I try to always treat people with kindness because I realize that other people's actions have made me feel ways about myself. Like hearing slander about my name has made me feel certain ways, like has made me believe that I'm all these bad things, when in reality, the person who said it doesn't even believe it themselves. Um, They just say it just in case. (laughs) And the way you perceive yourself after a breakup is tough um it's something that needs to be talked about like it's okay to be sad whether like I said the timeline doesn't matter if you dated somebody for like maybe maybe if you dated somebody for a day like you shouldn't be that sad but like if you were involved in a relationship 
for maybe like 20 days or up to like five years like it's still gonna hurt the same way um especially if you built a routine around that person and i cannot stress this enough breakups hurt so bad because you built a routine essentially around a person and that's not to say like your whole life revolved around them but it's like if they're spending the night on at your house like wednesday friday sunday and then wednesday friday sunday come up and they're not there like that that's gonna hurt if you live with your partner and they move out that's gonna hurt because like you you built a home for each other if you wake up every morning and go get coffee and then you have to get coffee alone that's gonna hurt like i literally cannot stress this enough don't let anyone invalidate your feelings about a breakup it's very cliche no one wants to talk about breakups or like oh just get over it there's plenty of fish in the sea like yeah there is plenty of fish in the sea but that fish made me feel special and now i have to add another thing to my plate in finding a new partner which is also like another thing this is probably like my last point but comfort comfort everyone has their comfort relationship that they stayed in for longer than they probably should have i had a comfort relationship i stayed in it about like probably a year and a half longer than i should have um they were my comfort person i got comfortable with them like they wouldn't be the first person i text when something big happens but i just felt comfortable in the relationship but also i had just started college and i did not want to seek out other relationships i had enough on my plate i had work school i had to graduate like i was worried about that stuff i was not worried about finding another partner and i was kind of glad that i was already in a partnership so i didn't have to like go out and find another partner but now since like once that relationship ended i was kind of sad because i'm like now i don't have that set in stone like now that's over i have to seek out a partner but during my healing process i realized that i don't have to seek out anybody i can be single for as long as i want whatever happens happens um and it's it's not a priority to me anymore i don't even see myself getting married until i'm 30 and if it hits like 35 and i'm still not married i think i'll be okay with that but it's you just have to like find new people and like create a routine with new people and then after that just like being after after being treated and hurt the way that you did it's hard to accept people and trust people and like i said there is a array of people out there there is plenty fish in the sea they're not all the same some of them are a bad bunch i will definitely say that some of them are fucking horrible um but it's okay um there are people out there not everyone will hurt you but also know that your feelings are valid if you're still sad over that breakup that happened two years ago that's okay um but know that not everyone's going to treat you like that you may go through four bad relationships before you hit a good one i'm so sorry if you have to do that that is so draining and that will leave a very bad taste in your mouth However, just know that some there's somebody out there for everyone. And sometimes I believe that like I'm just going to be single forever and that's fine with me, but um just, I'm just like one of those people that don't have somebody out there for them. But also don't be afraid to be alone. Um I will preach this till 
oh, the ends of the days, man. Don't be afraid to be alone. Like, don't be afraid to be alone. Like, it's okay. Listen to all the sad music that you want. Feel your feelings. Journal. Go to therapy. Talk it through. But you can't, like, everyone always says this, but you can't expect somebody to love you if you don't love yourself. So please take as much time as you need to build yourself up from whatever breakup that happened, a friendship that was 10 years long, a partnership that was a month long. Do what you need to do. Um, 100% go no contact. Um, We'll preach that forever. But also make sure that you are recognizing your feelings and you are realizing that they're valid and you are taking the steps that you need to take to better yourself for future partners or even for your future self. Like your future self will thank you when you listen to what is going on inside your head. Um, I know that a lot of these breakups are from like being broken up with perspective and that's not what I meant for it to be and it's technically not what it's about. I'm just saying that whether you initiated the breakup or you were broken up with, it still hurts the same. Um, It still hurts the same. And whether it ended on bad terms or good terms, like it still hurts the same. Um, Don't let anyone tell you that it doesn't. So everyone, I'm going to end this episode, but please remember that you are not disposable by any means. Humble yourself and realize that your formal partner's actions probably have nothing to do with you. Um, If they do replace you, then that's on them. They have a lot of self-work that they need to go through. Um, But take care of yourself. Do the things that you need to do to better yourself. Remember that you are not what they are saying about you. You know the truth. You know what happened in your relationship. No one else does. So it's okay. Um, Yeah. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is at Maketa underscore. I have my link tree there, which takes you to like my... Crap, I'm forgetting. Okay, I have a link tree there that takes you to my design page. If you want any design work done, please let me know. I love to do design work. Um, It also has a link to, you know, COVID resources and Black Lives Matter, Happy Black History Month, and LGBTQ plus resources. So please take advantage of those. Also, it has a link to my Spotify um, for my podcast, but if you're listening to my podcast right now, you know where to find it. Please follow my Twitter. Um, Just kidding, don't follow my Twitter. I expose myself too much on there. But if you find my at... Wait, hold up. I actually deleted my Twitter, so you will not find my app at. So that's good. Um, But yeah, um, I hope everyone has a great weekend and a great week in the rest of February. Um, warm weather is coming up, so that's fun. Mental health is going up as well. So everyone just take care of yourself and please remember that you're not disposable. You are beautiful and you're not what people say about you.